Okay, we are recording live, Rabotai. Um, tonight's sponsorable class, it's still sponsorable because no one sponsored it yet, is for the Fuashalima, for all those who need the Fuashalima. And if you would like to sponsor the class, please see uh, Mr. Carl Pindick. Okay, we're starting now on the Chavdal Amubet. Today's daf is actually daf Chavhei, but we're starting on the Chavdal Amubet, as is our usual. Everyone is muted, but you can unmute yourself. Says the says the Mishnah. One may not use, one, one may not light shemen serefa, burnt shemen on Yom Tov. Now, we explained before that burnt shemen is not black shemen at all. Burnt shemen is tiruma uh, oil that became tameh. And since it became tameh, the halakha is you must burn that oil. And since it's, it's waiting to be burnt, Therefore, since it's waiting to be called Shemen Serefa, and therefore it is not usable on Yom Tov because it's meant to be burnt. Welcome, Carl. Okay, so, Rabbi Ishmael says you can't use Itran. Itran is a bad smelling item because of Kavur Shabbat. Hachamimatanim. Bechol Shemshemin, they allow all oils. Shemshemin, Egozim, Tzedanot, Dagim, Shem Pakuot, Bitran, Neft. We depend only, we depend only let Shemin Zayit, and that's it. Okay, so says the Gemara, my Tama. What is the reason why the rabbis are not letting burning, uh, burning Shemin Serefa on Yom Tov? What's wrong with burning it? If you're allowed to light it, what's wrong with burning on Yom Tov? The reason why we don't let you burn this tiruma that got tamer is because you're also not allowed to burn um, a korban that became pasul. You're not allowed to burn that either. Like, let's say a person has a korban. And it's pasul for whatever reason. Either it became pasul because you had the wrong thought in mind, or because you left it too long, or something like that. That korban needs to be burnt. Now, that burning is not allowed to take place on Yom Tov. And the rabbis are worried that if we let you burn the, the Shemin Senefa, you might also burn a korban on Yom Tov, which you're not allowed to do. A korban that's pasul, you can't burn on Yom Tov. Now, who said you can't burn a korban that's pasul on Yom Tov? Amar, how do you know you can't burn it on Yom Tov? Rabbi, where are you? I didn't, uh... Oh, I'm sorry. We are now one line into the Gemara on Dav Chav Dal Got it. Rabbi, Rabbi, the Gemara is going to go into now uh, answering up the question why you would even need to do such a thing. Why would you need to burn a Pasul Korban? No, we know why you have to burn a parcel of korban. Let's say a guy has the wrong, a kohen has the wrong thought when he slaughters the korban. Or well, he, would, he has to do it over. It would need to burn. There are many, many different reasons why a korban could be pasul. Now, when it's pasul, it needs to be burnt. That burning can take place on any Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. But on Yom Tov, you're allowed to light things on fire. You're allowed to cook things, but only things that you're going to eat and not things that, that, that are not going to be eaten. So this... 
Pasul Korban cannot be burnt on Yom Tov. It can be burnt the day after Yom Tov, but not on Yom Tov itself. And just okay. like that can't be burnt, we can't burn this to this tiruma that became tamir. Tiruma Got oil it. became tamir. You can't burn that either because we're afraid if we let you do this, you might do that. Okay. You with us? Yeah. Uh, Binyamin, any good, any news on your brother? Binyamin. Yeah, Rabbi. Sorry. Any news on your brother? My brother still is in the, um, is in the uh, ICU. Brother-in-law still in the ICU. Brother -in -law. Okay. We'll keep him once. Okay. Thank you, Rabbi Fasky. Okay, so now, Minahanimili, how do you know that you can't burn, that, how do we know that you can't burn this stuff on Yom Tov? We're going to have a bunch of different sources that you cannot burn a, a korban that's tamay on Yom Tov. Number one, Amar Chizkiya. Chizkiya is going to say, V'chen Tana Deber Chizkiya. And there are those who say in the, in the name of Chizkiya. Amar Krad says in the Pasuk, Talking about the Korban Pesach, inshallah, we'll be up to it soon. But it says, Do not leave any of the Korban Pesach till the morning. And what was left till the morning, the Pasuk ends, You must burn it in fire. It doesn't have to say Advoker a second time. If you look at the Pasuk, Pasuk says, don't leave it till the morning. And then it should say, Why does it say Advoker a second time? Ah, we got it. Just say no menu. Ah, you know why? Why does that say Advoker an extra time? Ah. Torah came to mention the second morning. That if you had this Korban Pesach and you left it till the morning, which you weren't supposed to do, so now it's Pasul and it needs to be burnt, Ba'esh is over, you should burn it. When? Not in the next morning, Bokir, the morning of the, after the Korban Pesach, which is still Yom Tov, but rather the second morning, which is not Yom Tov. Aha! There we see that one may not burn a Korban that's Pasul on Yom Tov. Does everyone got that one? Yes. Again, an extra ad boker, giving you a boker shini. Boker shini is going to be already no longer Yom Tov. Ah, must be that one may not burn. Korbanot and pasul on Yom Tov. Gorgeous. That is the source of Chizkia, says the Gemara Abaye Omer. Abaye has his own source. I don't need that source. I got my own source. The Amar Kra, the Pasuk says in the biblical verse, Olat Shabbat b'Shabbato, al Olat Tamid b'Neskah. Okay. It says Olat Shabbat b'Shabbato. You could bring an Olah of Shabbat, a korban of Shabbat on Shabbat. Velo Olat Chol b'Shabbat, but you can't bring Olah of a weekday on Shabbat. And if something got tamed, that was a weekday korban. That's why you're not allowed to bring it on Shabbat. Velo olat chol biyom tov. And you can't bring olat of chol on Yom Tov. So olat Shabbat bishabbato. Only Shabbat bishabbato. But not a weekday one. So if you got a weekday one became pasul, don't bring that one on Shabbat. Don't be bringing that korban on Yom Tov. Okay? That's source number two for our prohibition of burning Sacrifice not a man, I don't know.
Source number three, Rava. Rava Amar Amar Kraat says in the biblical verse, Hu levado This pasuk is referring to Yom Tov. And the pasuk as read on the start of the page, if you'll take a look, says, All labor you may not do on this Yom Tov. I will mute everyone because I'm hearing some noises. Okay, you can unmute yourself. Um, for those who were not on and you are not using your cell phone, if you're using a laptop, by pressing the space bar, you're temporarily, temporarily unmuted. And you could talk for a second and let go and you're automatically muted again. It's a very handy feature for those who actually have laptops. Those who are unlaptopped may not use this feature. Okay? Again, Rava Amar. On these Yom Tovs, you may not do work. Ah, however, whatever is food for any soul, who it alone, that alone, preparing food, you're allowed to do on Yom Tov. Who? You can do the food, and not the enablers of food which we're going to mean is, is as follows. Uh, a person is allowed to bake bread, but no, you're not allowed to harvest wheat to bake bread. Okay? That's called harvesting wheat. is That's something you're doing way before that. So who you could do the baking, not the enabling of the baking. alone. You could do it alone, but you can't do a brit milah of a baby on the ninth day, not the eighth day. If it's the eighth day, yes, but not a brit milah on the ninth day. You can't do that on Yom Tov. You have to wait till the day after Yom Tov to do that. Now, the ita bekalvachomer. So if we can't have a milah shalobizmana, you also won't be allowed to do a korban shalobizmana. So when your korban gets tamer, you won't be able to do that on Yom Tov from the word levado. Levado means only it. Only getting ready for the holiday and not getting uh, milah was not in the right time, nor korban not in the right time. That is opinion number three, I believe. So far we had chizkia, we had abaya, we had rava, and now in comes Ravashi with opinion number four about why you cannot do this korban. It says, Shabbaton. When it refers to the Isur of doing Melacha on Yom Tov, it calls it Shabbaton. A Shabbaton means desisting from doing labor. Okay? Now, the word Shabbaton is a mitzvah aseh. We're telling you, on Yom Tov, don't do labor. Shabbaton. Harry, you came at the right time. We just got to Chafhe Amur Aleph. Okay? Harry, we want to give you a new trick. Are you on the laptop? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the trick is that if you touch the space bar, you are temporarily unmuted. While you're muted, be muted. I'll be muted first. Okay. Yeah. Now touch the space bar. You have a space bar? You can't touch it? Yeah, now you can talk. Yeah, what, no, that was my, does it work on Macs? Oh, I don't know. 
I can't help you. Maybe it doesn't work on a Mac. <laughs> you got, you got to know. You got next time. Get a good computer, don't you? Yeah, one day, one day. Put that Allah. junk. You got, you, when you have junk, it doesn't work. If you get yeah, a good one, inshallah. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so we're on the top of Chavayamunalf. Okay. So it says the word the the word Shabbaton was an aseh. Okay, Shabbaton is telling you don't do melacha. That's a Quran, and that's an aseh. Now the halacha yom tov that comes after the yom tov is aseh velot aseh. So when you have a korban, we have two things going on here. I got my korban that's pasul, which I need to burn, and I got yom tov. So what wins? Is yom tov winning or my korban that I have to get rid of winning? So. If Yom Tov was just a lot so the Aseh of burning my 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 Korban would override the lot But being that the Yom Tov is an Aseh and a lot so the positive commandment of getting rid of my Korban is not able to overcome the Aseh and lot of Yom Tov. And that's why you can't do it on Yom Tov. Reason number four. Okay? So says the Gemara, the Yom Tov who the Asur. Now, by the way, so far we've only given four reasons. The, the Gemara will give a fifth reason later in the Gemara. But now we're going off and we're going to start asking, okay, so we understand that you can't burn it on Yom Tov. But how do you know that if it's non Yom Tov, let's say it's a weekday, how do you know that when you burn the Truma oil, that you're allowed to have benefit from it? Because we said in our Mishnah, the Mishnah says that uh, you can't burn shemen sefa on Yom Tov, implying that let's say it's a Tuesday night and I need a read and I have my tameh truma oil, I should be allowed to burn it if it's Tuesday. Only on Yom Tov I can, or but on a regular night I can. How do you know that you're allowed to have benefit from truma oil? That's the Gemara's question. When you're burning it, how do you know that when you maybe you have to burn it without? Enjoying the light, says the Gemara. The Yom Tov Hudasur Habechol Shapirdam sounds like on a weekday it's okay. My Tama, what's the reason why it's okay? Amareb Amarav Rav says Kishem Shemitzvah the Snofa Kochim Shemitzmaou just like a Mitzvah. It's a Mitzvah to burn the the sacrifices they got Tamer Kach Mitzvah the Snofa to do Mashinet Mit. So to it's a mitzvah to destroy the Tumalik Atameh. The Amra Torah, and the Torah says, Vishad Biura Tenimumana. It says that when it gets destroyed, you can enjoy it. Torah says that while it gets destroyed, you can enjoy it. The Gemara says, Hechan Amra Torah. Where did the Torah say that when you, when it's, while you're destroying the Tumal, you can enjoy it? How do you know that when you light this candle, you're allowed to enjoy the light that comes out of it? Says the Gemara, Midir of Nachman. Oh, we know that because of the famous Rav Nachman, right? Carl knows Rav Nachman, of course he does. The Amar of Nachman, I'm joking, you didn't hear Rav Nachman before. The Amar of Nachman, because Rav Nachman says, Amar Rabba Baravua, in the name of Rabba Baravua, Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, Vani and I, Behold, I gave 
you Kohanim the job of guarding my trumotai. Trumotai, my trumot. Now, the word trumotai is plural. Trumotai, my trumot. trumot We're talking about two types of trumot. One is Tahor You're in charge of my Tahor and you're in charge of my Tamet The Torah says, I gave to you. It's yours. That teaches you that you're allowed to use it to light it under your food, which means if a person has some food that you leftovers that you want to warm up, and you have some tamina truma oil on the bottom. All you need to do is put a few uh, floating wicks on the oil, that's tamina, light all the wicks, and you're allowed to put your leftovers on top of the wicks and warm them up, and you're allowed to have benefit from it. I gave you both to the What are the two to the what? The tahar one and the tamina one. Well, the tahar one I can eat. But what can I do with the tamir one? Ah, you know what you can do with it? You can light it and put your leftovers on top of the light and warm your leftovers on top of the light. And even though you're getting benefit while you're destroying it, as long as you don't eat it, you're allowed to. That's the proof. Are we good over here, guys? But Rabbi, it's only the Kohen could do that, right? Oh, it sounds like no, only the Kohen do. right now. It sounds like only the Kohen. That's true. Okay. Okay. But I'm not sure if that's going to really stick to the end. Let's see. Says, Rabbi, without, the, without this pasuk, you would think that Terumah, that is no longer Tahor, that even the Kohen has to discard of it immediately and he can't use it for anything if you didn't have this pasuk. Or, or, or he could burn it without getting any benefit from it. Fine. Burn it during the day so you don't enjoy the light. Burn it without putting your leftovers on top of it. Fine. Okay? But this... Mm-hmm. This pasuk of Rav Nachman, which Carl t- Carl will tell you, is Rav Nachman is saying Mishmeret Terumotai, which is double Terumah Natati Lecha. I gave it to you. Now, how did I give you? Well, I gave you the the tahor one to eat, but I gave you the tamer one to enjoy. Okay, perfect. That's proof number one. Thanks, Carl, for that one. Ibayitema, another answer. Okay, Midr Rabbi Abu from Rabbi Abu. Why? The Pasuk says by, um, this is called something called Vidui Maaser. So it says, I did not destroy it when I was Tameh. From it you're not allowed to get rid of. Which means, Maaser Sheni, you have to make sure that you can't burn it when you're Tameh. We're making a contrast. Oh, over here we're not allowed to do it when we're Tameh. We're not allowed to burn it when we're Tameh. But that's Maser Shani. But when it comes to Truma, you're allowed. To. Now the Gemara is going to challenge that. And the Gemara is going to say, Who told you? That when we told you you're not allowed to do by Maser Shani, it's coming to contrast and say that you are allowed to do by Truma. Maybe it's coming to contrast and say you're allowed to do it by Korbanot. Again, we're trying to learn that you're allowed to warm your leftovers on top of burning uh, 
burning trumatame oil. Okay? And Gemara is saying, well, since you know the Torah is saying you can't do it by Masir Shani, so it's coming to say over here you can't, but by the other place you can. And what's the other place? Probably Truma. We're saying, who told you the other place is Truma? Maybe the other place where you're allowed to enjoy it is a, a, a Korban that that done it, which we'll see in a second now. Who told you the other place, which is okay, is Truma? It might be a Korban. You with me, Harry? First one maybe from our session you can't be Mavir about Tamavir Shemin Shal Kodesh in maybe oil from a Korban de Katame you can enjoy. Moses, the love Kavachomu. It's a Kavachomer. Mama Sarah Kal Amratala Lobi Atiman Tameh, if Master, which is lenient, Torah says you can't get rid of it when you Tameh, Kodesh, Chamur Lo Koshien, Kodesh, which is stricter for sure not. Iachi the Mar says, if so, Truma Nami Lemakabachomaru. How could it be menu? It says me menu only from it and not from anything else. So how, how we should say Truma also you should not have. It's a Kabachomer. Masir Shani is usually stricter than Truma. And therefore, if Masir Shani you can't enjoy while you're burning Masir Shani the Katamir, surely Truma as well. The same way you have by court, by by sacrifice should be Masir should be by Truma as well. Umara Ita, what what made you decide that Truma is okay? Versus Mistabra, it's logical. Kodesh Lomatinu, Sheken Siman Panak Akam. Kodesh is worse because Kodesh is stricter than Tinuma in six ways. The six ways have an acronym. Panak Akam. Now, Harry knows exactly what Panak Akam is, right, Harry? Of course he does. But that's okay. He's being modest for us, but I'll, the Gemara will go through it anyway for those those regular guys like Carl and Mike Solomon who don't know. But for guys like Harry, this is just a review. Okay? Says the Gemara, what's Panak Akam? What are these things that strict the back Korbanot and not the other things? Okay? Pigul. Pigul means that a Korban... If the Kohen, when he makes the Korban, has a wrong thought, like he's thinking, hey, I better eat, I'll eat this, uh, I'll eat this Korban in three days from now. You're not allowed to eat in three days from now, it's too late. And if the Korban has that thought, he's pigulized the Korban and he makes it Tameh. That's only by a Korban, that's a, something that's stricter by a Korban than it is by Truma. What else? Notar, leftover. If, a, if you leave a korban too long, it becomes notar and it's inedible. You know how to eat it. Uh, korban, only a korban is called a korban. The other one's not called a korban. Mi'ilah. Mi'ilah means if you use it for a personal gain, a korban becomes mi'ilah, it's hektesh, and you did avera if you use it for a personal gain. That's not true by truma. Karet. A person who eats it, if you're a, a non-Kohen and you eat a korban, you eat a korban, you get karet. You don't get karet if you eat truma. That you're not allowed. By truma, you only get mitah which is not as bad as karet. And asur onen. Another thing is that onen is not allowed to eat it. An onen is someone. Before they bury the body, the person is considered an 
the relatives to Onen. Unfortunately, we've been dealing with a lot of this stuff these days, but no one should know about it. But the, an Onen is someone pre-Avelut. So that guy is now allowed to eat a Korban, and he is allowed to eat Truma. So that's another thing that's more strict. So since you have these things, Panak Akam, so therefore everyone should know that when we're trying to exclude something, it's not going to be coaching. Versus the other way around. Adraba, just the opposite. Let's not exclude Tinuma. Let's not allow Truma to put your leftovers on top of the oil of Truma. You know why? Shekin, Machbaz Siman. Look, Truma is stricter in Machbaz. Now, of course, Harry knows this one also, but for the other ones, I'll explain. What's Machbaz? Mita, number one is that a person who eats Tiruma when he's not allowed to. Is Chayav Mita Bideshamayim, that's one strict thing. Chomesh, a person who eats Truma by mistake, if you're a non Kohen, you're a Levi or Yisrael, and you eat Truma, you have to pay back the truma to the Kohen. And in paying back, you can't just pay back the value. If you ate a burger worth $10, you got to pay back plus a fifth. You got to pay back $12 worth of truma. That's called chomesh. So that's another strictness of truma that you don't have by korban. What else is there? Turn the page to Chavham Ubet. Ve'en la pidyon. There's no way to redeem it. Whereas a korban, if you want to switch korbans, you could take this animal and switch it for another animal. But you can't switch the truma. It doesn't work like that. Right? It's a sword to regular people. Where in Kochim, there's sometimes you could, there are sometimes that a Yisrael could eat a korban. Certain korban, what could be eaten by Yisrael? But a Yisrael can never, ever eat truma. And therefore, there's four things that truma stricter. So we're back to the to the drawing board. We're still looking for a reason. Who told you to exclude korbanot that you can't when you left that was on the burning korban? Maybe you should exclude that you can't do your your when you left was on your burning truma. So it says hanach nefishan, which means the things that korbanot are stricter are more numerous than the things that. Truma is stricter. Like we saw, there were six things that were stricter about Korban. That was Panak Akam. And on, on uh, Truma, there was only four things. So there's four to six. Therefore, we go with that. That's answer number one. The Ibarit Ema, another reason why. Kodesh Kamur Shiken Onesh Karet. When you have a Korban, you have Karet. Karet is stricter than Mitabi Deshamayim. One who gets karet means you're getting cut off in the next world also. Mitabi deshemayim, you only get cut off in this world. And therefore, since karet is stricter, that's why we do not include, we do not allow it on the korban side of things. Now, the Gemara is now going to go back and bring a fifth reason. If you remember, we, had, we started off this Gemara with four reasons why, why what, Tal? Four reasons why what? Why we, why we can't burn the truma? Four reasons why truma is 
Does anyone remember? I remember why why truma the oil the truma you, you can't you can't burn it. For, why for you reasons, can't burn it on Yom Tov? Correct. Why can't you burn on Yom Tov? So Rambam says no, and no. Why are you allowed to have hanaa when you burn it? I'm sorry. So it says the Gemara. We're not ready to go on. Amar Kra. It says titen li titen lo. The first by truma it says you have to give it to the kohen. Lo. You can give him the truma. Not only not only the like, you can also give him the truma. So not only should you give him truma law, which is the truma that he could eat, and not only the oro, which is what he can eat, which is truma we see, that you could use it for light also, not just for eating, you can also use it for light. Now, what could you use for light? That must be Tinumat Tinumat. And that's all you know you could use it. Okay. We're now up to the two dots. Rabbi Ishmael Omer, guys. Okay. New subject. The subject now is, why can't you light in Itran? Itran, we said, I, I, what does it say in the article on Itran? I understand it's kerosene, something with a bad smell. Is that what it says there, Carl, in your, in your article? It had it written before. Hold on. Rabbi Ishmael says, "And malhim be'itran because kavod Shabbat. You can't lie with itran because of kavod Shabbat. I believe it's kerosene. Okay, don't worry about it. Let's go. It says, Rabbi, it says oily, oily residue of pitch. Oh, oily residue of pitch. Okay. So pitch is like a black stuff that they put on your black top. They put it on your uh, floor. And I guess there's a residue that's oily that lights. Okay, Technically, it lights well, but we're not using it. It says, well, my time, uh, why can't we use it? Because it has very, very bad smell. We're worried that if you light this in the Shabbat table, it's going to smell so bad. You're going to get off the Shabbat table, you're going to take your sandwich, you're going to get at the Shabbat table, and go eat inside in the dark. Because it smells so bad by the light. And therefore, the rabbis only let you use this oily oil of pitch. So it says the Gemara, Amalei Abaya, So Abaya told Rabbi, is that the reason? Let him leave. Who cares if he leaves? He doesn't like the smell? Let him ishkate. Who cares? Says the Gemara, Amale Shani Omed Hadakat Ned B'Shabbat Chovah. Because I say lighting candles and eating in front of the candles on Shabbat is an obligation. The Amar Rav Nachman Bar Zabda, the Amri La Amar Rav Nachman Bar Rav, Amar Rav Neim Rav Hadakat Ned B'Shabbat lighting candles on Shabbat and eating in front of them. Chovah, that's an obligation. To wash your hands and your feet in hot water on Erev Shabbat. The shoot, that's, that is a voluntary thing. But I say, mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to wash your hands with hot water and your face with hot water. My mitzvah. What's with this mitzvah? What's the source of mitzvah to wash your hands before the holiday? Before Shabbat. 
כך היה מנהגו של רבי יהודה בן אלי בערב שבת. This is what רבי יהודה בן אלי would do on ערב שבת. מביאים לו ערבה, they would bring him a basin מלאה חלמין that was full of hot water. ולוחץ פניו ידיו ברגליו. He would use it to wash his hands, his face, and his feet. ומתעטף, and he would wrap himself. ויושב בסדינים. And he would wrap himself with sheets המצויתים, ולכן הנססים על דם. ודומה למלאך השם צדקות. He looked like an angel. But they, they, were, they, were, they were dressed in white. Okay? והיו תלמידם מחבים ממנו כנפס כסותן. Now his students, when they sat in front of him, they would hide the corners of their garments because they didn't have to sit on the corner of the garments. Abanaim, he would tell them, Banai, my children, didn't I teach you fellows already? It says, Sadin, the Sasit. The Sadin, if you're wearing something made out of linen, it has to have Sasit. Bet Shemai says it's patur. Why? Because he says, since you're wearing linen and the seat have to be wool, therefore it's going to be shatnez. So Bet Shemai says that if you're wearing a linen garment, don't put any seat on them. And Bet Yilel says that even though it's shatnez, it's okay because it's a seat. And I taught you fellows that are like Betty Lail. So why are you fellows not wearing seat on your linen garments? I know you're wearing linen garments like me, but yours are going to have seat in my room. The Inu Savri. So why didn't the students have the seat on them? The rabbis made a gizera. We know you're supposed to wear it because it's not shatnes, but you're only allowed to wear it on a beggar that's chayav and sasit. Because the fact that you're doing the mitzvah of sasit takes away the avera of shatnes. Okay? The avera of shatnes gets taken away by the mitzvah of sasit. But if you're wearing a pajama, since pajamas don't need sasit, if you would put sasit on linen pajamas, you'd be doing avera because you're doing the shatnes without the mitzvah, because it's a nighttime garment that doesn't need to see it. And therefore, the, the students felt that if we allow to put seat on linen garments during the day, you might come to wear them at night. That's why they didn't have it, and that's why they were hiding their seat from the rabbi, so the rabbi doesn't see that they're not wearing the seat, Even though they really agree with the rabbi that it could, you could put this seat on it, but they're worried, Gizera, that you might put it on your pajamas as well. And pajamas, since they are night clothes, and night clothes don't need to seat, therefore it would be shatnez. And we, to avoid the shatnez issues, the rabbi told you not to do it. Harry, are you with me? I, I was lost a little bit, but then you summed it up, and then I got up, like, ah, okay. Okay. Uh, so because you say because he wears pajamas at night and you're not supposed to wear CC at night, so therefore it. Uh, therefore, not... the students, the students yeah. did not put any CC on their linen garments during the day because they were afraid that they either put right. it if they do it. You're going to wear it. But if it's not, if it's not, if it's not pajamas, I mean, you're saying so it's okay with if it's all linen because it's 
the mitzvah overrides the avon. Correct. Okay. Correct. The mitzvah doesn't override it; it cancels it. It becomes no avon. But in in two situations, if you're wearing it at nighttime, or if someone would by mistake rip one some of your seat some of your seat off, and now it's not kosher anymore, then you'd be back in in avera territory. So today, Rabbi, if someone's accidentally wearing a shadnez, which shouldn't be, but it's a, let's say someone's wearing accidentally wearing shadnez, but they have seceed on, it's okay? They're not wearing shadnez? We're talking here about shadnez that's in the seceed. We're not talking about, okay. I'm, not talking about okay. I'm not talking about a guy wearing a Hugo Boss suit and he has seceed on. We're referring to the following. You have a garment that the, the bag itself, you look at mine right now, this, we're only recording the audio, so relax. If you look at mine, this garment of mine is made out of wool. Had this been made out of linen with the strings made out of wool, the garment would be inherently right. a shotness garment. And right. it still would be allowed as long as you wear it during the day or it's a day garment. But if you would wear a pajamas that has four corners and it's made out of linen, that would be an inherent Averada wear. Because since it's a nighttime garment, nighttime garments are pasul. For, they don't need to eat. And you're putting shanez on it, which is messed up. Are we good? Yes. Okay. Uncle Carl, you with us? Okay, good. Let's go further. Um... Rabbi, according to this, then putting the uh, candles this is on the table is according to Ashkenaz, then it's okay? Because previously uh, we were talking about... You got me. I don't know what you're talking about. No, because previously we were just talking about that uh, eating in front of the candles, the mitzvah. Yes. But that you could have it on the side table like Harry has in his house with the, with the, with the whiskey. Right, that's what we have it normally. That's what I know. That's okay. Oh, okay. Okay? Right. Let's go. Okay, the Gemara, we're going to talk about a pasuk in Echa, which talks about lighting candles for Shabbat. It says the pasuk as follows. It says, But mishalom nafshi, and I lost the shalom of my soul. Nasiti tova, my goodness is gone. What does it mean? My mishalom nafshi, Yirmi is talking about that before the destruction of Beit HaMikdash, we lost lighting a candle for Shabbat, which took away the shalom of the house. When you have candles on Shabbat, it brings shalom into the house because you eat, you can see what you're doing, it gives shalom. In a, in a blackout, everyone's yelling at each other. What's Nasiti Tova? You lost Tova. Amar Yirmiya, Zu Beit HaMikdash. We lost bathhouses, because the people couldn't bathe before the destruction of the Mikdash. Rabbi Yochan this is washing your hands and feet in warm water on Shabbat. This is referring to a, a nice bed with nice linen on it. This is a nice bed. And a woman who is dressed up. The Tamidech Hachamim for rabbis. Rabbis should have nice wives, which we're going to see in a second. Tanu Rabbanan, Ezu Ashir, which type of person is considered wealthy? 
Someone who enjoys his wealth, which means many people have wealth, but they don't enjoy it. Enjoying your wealth makes you wealthy. Siman Matkes. If you have a hundred vineyards and a hundred fields, you have the, the, the field and you have a hundred servants to work the field. That's a wealthy guy. Rabbi Akiva says, Rabbi Akiva says, a guy who has a wife who's nice in her actions, whose actions are beautiful, there's nothing more satisfying than a wife whose actions are beautiful. Rabbi Yossi says, Anyone who has a bathroom that's close to your table, where you can go to the bathroom before you eat, it's a very healthy thing because you go to the bathroom often, and that makes you wealthy, then you have true wealth. Okay, we're going to stop over here by Tanya, four lines from the bottom. Is everyone with hey, us? Yeah, what was the, what, why was it a mitzvah to wash your hands and feet before Shabbat? What was the answer? Oh, the reason why we said it was a mitzvah was because we saw that the rabbi did it. And if the rabbi oh, does it, I mean, Hagi Yisrael is a dean. Oh, okay. Guys, it's a pleasure having you. We're having a, a, a Pesach class in about a half hour, if you want to join us. Okay. Thank you, Rabbi. Everyone's welcome to join us, half hour from now. Same time, same bath station. Thank you, Robert. All right, thank you.